0: freddy for the intro uh yeah in the last episode i sort of went off on how much i like Fat freddy it was a little too much but you know these things happen <laughs> these things happen he'd and, appreciate uh, it
1: though right i don't think he gets any shoutouts ever
0: uh yeah certainly not enough certainly not enough and uh we also thankfully we had the last poets here to sum up the news of the week, let me switch yes. turntables and
2: the white man's got a guy
0: complex but i got two babies and that's the way it is unfortunately. <laughs> so uh we didn't in the last episode we didn't even we didn't even say what we were going to do next. So which album are we doing that you picked from a list of albums like eight albums that i gave you the choice of.
1: Uh yes, yeah, so we went with Bill Withers' Live at Carnegie Hall. Um, it, it was it was up against some tough competition too. I think there was a what was it? Um, Handsome Boy Modeling School was one of them.
0: Yep, yep. Handsome Boy was on there. Um, beat that out else? a
1: Tom Waits album.
0: Yeah, let you any Tom Waits album you could have picked. Um, yep. Madonna's first album was on there. I really didn't think you were gonna go for that, but I was I was kind of hoping.
1: I mean, you know, I'm not against it being up there. I, I don't think I know her music, well, album-wise. I don't know her albums at all. So I would have gone with it just to, like, listen to some of those songs. But Bill Withers right. seemed like the best choice. Um, I don't think we're go- we're ever gonna, uh, do any Bill Withers after this. So this is the perfect album.
0: I mean, we could do his first album. I mean. But, but once uh, you
1: get like a a, a a album with different songs from different albums, then you've kind of covered it's almost like a best of, but not quite.
0: Yeah, but it's it's very it's it's different than a best of. I mean, it's really like, you know, you're listening to a concert, you're listening to the audience. I mean, how do you feel about live like concert albums in general? Like are there uh, li- I,
1: yeah, I, I I've heard a lot that I like. Um, the White Stripes had a really good one. Uh, I think it was live at Blackpool. Um, yeah, Blackpool Lights. But um, I mean, I've heard a lot that I like. I like this one a lot. This is this is, this one was great. I think I like it better than a best of, just because, you know, a lot all of his songs are really like like the singles as far as the singles go. They're all really like just classic American kind of just I don't know, they they just transcend every kind of genre.
0: Yeah. Um I was thinking while I was uh, while I was listening to this, like he's probably you would be hard pressed to find a singer whose songs like the gulf between how famous his songs are and how not famous he is. Because I feel like any right. pretty much any person you could walk up and ask them if they've heard Lean on Me and they would say they have, but like the percentage of people That could tell you who who wrote it, who sang it is like incredibly low. Like, I feel like. What do you think that's because a lot
1: of people have done covers of his songs? Because what? A lot of people have done covers of his songs.
0: Um, yeah. And I also think like. of people might
1: not know Where Ain't No Sunshine, who's the original singer of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely
0: not. I feel like a lot of people would say, um,. Like Ray Charles or something, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's. I mean, there's something very plain, uh, in a good way, about Bill Withers. Like, he's just Bill Withers. He's not. He's not trying to be cool. The songs are just the songs, and uh, obviously, in this day and age, that does not really work. People want you know their personality with the songs.
1: Right. I mean, I, he he came at the right time. I don't think he could come out right now. It's not it, there's no flash to him. It's just um it's it's just I think it's music at its kind of finest. You don't get any sort of uh uh extra on top of the song. It's just like well, extremely well-written lyrics with um I thought the instrumentation it's classic but it's different it's different from like your typical r&b it's different from your typical i don't know like some of it is kind of like church gospel kind of sounding but it's it's not it's just more the vibe he's laying down than the instrumentation you know
0: yeah like i would say yeah it's very gospel but it's also more than anything else to me it's like very like just pop music like it's just he just finds like just just incredibly universal melodies that anyone can just uh flow with like you're you're just like immediately in the groove the melody immediately identifiable and uh and you're just with them and obviously
1: his his voice is amazing so what do you think he gargled with every night <laughs> um
0: yeah i didn't i saw this question i didn't uh I mean salt water I don't I don't know I mean that would actually probably have the opposite effect so I have no idea
1: uh yeah I mean I, I would think salt water would would like leave his vo- uh, his vocal cords a little scratchy yeah. I'm thinking some sort of natural sweetener was it a, a sativa no not sativa Activia no that's thats I mean yogurt, I thought right? this was like an answer that you knew. No, I don't know. I was wondering if. Are you kidding me? This is crazy hypothetical. How would I know what he gargles with? I don't know. I
0: just I saw it on the list. I was like, oh, he went. He did like a deep dive and he found out like Bill Withers' regimen. I didn't. didn't, Are you kidding me? You just don't even know.
1: I have no idea. No, because I'm just. I took this seriously.
0: I was like, I really thought. Oh my god! You're so fucking annoying. Jesus (laughs) Christ.
1: No, the point the point is that the point is that he kept his vocal cords in very uh good condition, yeah. So he had to do something. Which I'm just saying, gargling with, with something is probably, you know, something he did. I don't know what it was. Or he could have just, you
0: know, he could have just been Bill Withers and he just sang and he had that voice,
1: right? Yeah. But he's a professional. Like there's something that, very professional sounding about when he just. lays his voice down so he's got to like if you're a professional like if you're a professional basketball player you keep your knees you know you try to keep your knees healthy your back healthy he's got to do something for his voice you know like i I notice a lot of these um these these uh uh, 70s 60s and 70s soul bands you see them live these days and their voice is kind of shot um, it sounds like alcohol and smoke is is just it can't go out of their voice like it's just it's inside of the flesh. Yeah, you
0: know? I mean they're also just you know old as fuck, so that's, they're old as fuck. The, it's true.
1: yeah. Um, I mean no
0: disrespect. I mean you know I'm I'm getting to be old as fuck too, so I'm just saying. But right. things you know but, your body no, breaks I'm, down. What,
1: I mean, I've seen some of these guys like, you know, stylistics, um, guys like that. And some of them, their voices sound great. But then we saw, I think, the, the Shy Lights. And this guy, he had the crowd singing half of his songs because he put a cap on how much he could use his voice you know yeah. and i remember there was some guy complaining at the end of the concert he was like yeah he put a cap on his vo- i hate him he, he puts a cap on his voice every concert and i mean i i stole that that uh that line from him. put a cap on his voice it was a good oh, good boy. line but um anyways no, his voice is just pristine it's it's the best bill Withers has one of the best voice i've ever heard
2: On piano we got Ray Jackson, friend of mine. On uh, percussion we got us a lady, Bobby Hall on percussion.
1: Especially that last guy, the bass player yeah
0: the bass player is good but i just uh, all right so we had technical difficulties with somebody's phone cut off and since i'm the one talking i decided that it was nick's phone um nah. so i didn't like the way i mean the band intros are very good on the record but he said we have a lady i you know i didn't that, that probably well, he probably couldn't phrase that that way now you know she's a musician you don't have to mention that she's a lady and separate her that's not right <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, you know, for the people who who were uh, listening at home, I, you know, with who weren't at Carnegie Hall, I guess it makes some sort of, it gives them some sort of idea of what it would look like.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't think that was the intention, though. I just think it was, you know, yeah, you probably right. it was the early seventies, and you know, that's how dudes he
1: was giving her more props, right? Yeah, even dudes who
0: were very yeah, enlightened like yeah, right. Bill that's Withers like. would, you know, say things like that. Yeah. So, uh, so I didn't like that, but he did, he did have a really funny joke in that when he talked about his bass player, who's, who's only said eight words and six of them were airport.
1: That was a very funny joke. You think he had that planned?
0: Um, I would, I would say so. I would say so. I don't know if he had it. It's pretty sharp. Or yeah, and I, I, or I think, or I think that that was like his go-to joke whenever talking about him.
1: Right, right. Like
0: yeah, I mean, it's still good. It's still one of those jokes that it's you can repeat good, a yeah. bunch of times he wrote and it. it works. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we have that. So um, yeah, and then also, in, uh I mean, we we want to talk about his sense of humor. I mean, you know, very good, everyday funny. Not, you know, not comedian funny, but just, you know, uh, when talking about his grandmother and before grandma's hands. And, uh, you know, he he was he was there to, you know, be there just in case she fell down. And, you know, all he could do is let her fall on him again.
1: Well, that and also the whole like the whole difference. He went between a sad church and his grandma's church, which was like upbeat and happy, and he went into this whole thing about how like they had these big women who 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 were in the front row, and they put a stove next to them to keep them warm. And every now and then, they jump in the stove and like shout to the rhythm of the song. Like he he just had this whole this whole thing prepared. It was it was really really funny, and um he he just had these little sayings I thought were good, like the whole the thing with the the soldier where he said getting shot at didn't bother him it was getting shot that shook him up yeah like crazy serious song about war and he just he just found a way to to lighten it up a little bit you know i, I thought it was um very telling of uh the kind of man he is
0: yeah there. and also it's it's um you know it's it comes from a real i mean he was i mean i don't like getting into biography of people but i mean with bill withers You know, it's he comes off very real, and you sort of want to confirm that. And you know, he was in the Navy for a long time before, and then he got out of the Navy, and he was like, you know, working as a mechanic and writing songs on the side. So, it's not somebody that you know, it's not some kid that's like 19 who's like, oh, I'm gonna be a soul singer and just keeps writing, you know, the same song over and over. Like, I just feel like his songs come from a real place, as opposed to a lot of music now. You know, let, yeah. Let me be right. the first. No, let me he, be the first to complain about music now.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, nah, he he. Um, I don't think he'd be able to, um, do very well, uh, in this day and age. His his aside from being what he'd be the most skilled singer, but I don't think it, that. Uh, I mean, he he could definitely make as money as writing as,
0: songs. I mean, I think people would buy the songs, but I don't think that people would buy but, the arrangements.
1: No, you have to. You have to have a a certain like just flashy persona, and um, yeah, he 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 wouldn't fall into that category. I th- I think he's uh, you know, maybe like an aloe black. That's as far as I could go with someone around now who who could you know kind of be a bill withers ish not saying he's on that level but um yeah i mean vibe-wise. you know
0: i like aloe black but he um it's it's yeah it's not the same thing i
1: mean aloe black it's not the same thing i'm yeah. just saying vibe wise that's all yeah
0: it's, it's somewhat in an overlap i mean i you know i like aloe black but yeah just see you ain't no bill withers but um yeah. So who you had, which rap group considers him a hero, which, uh, I, and I, all right, do you know the answer to this? Cause I don't want to guess and then yeah. have this be, okay. So I was guessing, you know,
1: Questlove, The Roots, is that? That's absolutely right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he tried to recruit him. He's been trying to recruit him to produce an album, um, for years now. And, and I forget the other artists who he's, um, gotten to come out of retirement. He's gotten like maybe two. I mean, he got Al Green. win Grammys? Yeah, he
0: got Al Green and um and another was...
1: guy who like who who kind of came up with Bill Withers, or came up before Bill Withers, but like they knew each other cuz Le- I forget the guy's name. It, it doesn't matter, but um yeah, like Questlove uh, uh uh feels uh pretty highly of him and um um yeah, he's he's just always getting denied. The Weathers doesn't want to come back. He said he's good.
0: I mean, yeah, I think there's something very, like, just compact and, like, self-contained in his like, it's, I don't know, it just feels like he, he wrote these great songs, and he's not somebody that's just going to keep, you know, trying to top himself or trying to come up with slight variations of these songs. Like, it's like, no, no, he had these ideas, he expressed them, and he's out. And also, it, it also helps that he came up in a time when if you wrote a uh, hit record you made a lot of money and you could just sort of like get a house and put your feet up
1: yeah well so okay so what about the the times that he did like he grew up in um what how do you think that uh affected his music as far as you know basically he grew up jim crow times you get murdered by going into a, a, a white bathroom, you know?
0: Uh yeah. I mean I think, you know, he probably knew um, you know, I mean he probably he probably knew a lot of, he probably he probably knew a lot of suffering and he knew he definitely has a way of up he definitely had a way of uplifting himself and I think that
1: comes through in the songs. And uh I think I think something that he does is real indicative of something that's not talked about, and that's um, black people don't get credit for turning the other cheek, you know? And what he does is, like, he has these songs, doesn't mention racism ever, it doesn't seem like, um, and they're all really positive, you know, most of them are, you know, he has some positive aspect in the song, and... um, you just you don't get the feeling that he's trying to, you know, he's out for revenge or anything like it's there's no it's not anger it's just it's just pain but it's subtle. I think it's a subtle pain that you hear in the songs. Um and that's intentional because he doesn't want to leave anyone out of his music. What do you think?
0: Um yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I just, for me, I just picture Bill Withers where, like, these were just, you know, songs that he hummed in his head. Like, I don't, I don't even know if he has, like, intention behind them. Like, I think he wrote wrote, wrote "Lean on Me if, you know, he would have been happy to be, like, a singer in a bar somewhere and just, you know, and just kept on being a mechanic. Like, I mean... But
1: there has to be something you know kind of guiding him away from because okay if you're talking about something specific as you, you know your grandma's hands uh you're, you're talking um about relationships real specifically um why and and you're talking about harlem a specific place why wouldn't you speak about racism specifically you know what i mean like to me that's a very that's that was a very um that's a very big thing especially especially then so that's got to be on your mind so if you're not saying it you have to know it and i mean intentionally know that you're not saying it you know you understand yeah but
0: i just i I think like bill weathers like the way i see him is that he just thinks bigger than that and anyone who is but that's you know, my point. Anyone who's thinking in terms of like, you know, the level of pigmentation in your skin is thinking small and he's not even going to try to go down to that level. Like he's just like he's just going to be above that. And that's it. Like, you know,
1: that's true. Well, I mean, that is that's kind of what I was trying to say at first. Like there's uh there's no there's nothing in. in um. In in a Bill Withers that wants to um, stoop down to a certain level, it's it's just like I'm turning the other cheek, and that's that.
0: Yeah, and this reminds me of something that I said recently to somebody, and you know, I felt like when I said it, I thought it was like a pretty good, and you know, they didn't. Although they didn't respond to it, and I found that super frustrating. So I'm going to tell you, <laughs> and it's sort of on you now to respond to it, which is I said that. When you when you argue with a stupid person, you never make them smarter. You only make yourself stupider.
1: Yeah, no, that's accurate. Like, um, yeah. I mean, I hate uh, uh, shoot. I hate to quote Jay Z, but you know, like uh, what was his line? It was, "You see uh, two crazy people arguing across the street. Uh, across the street, you don't know which one is crazy." You know, yeah. They're, so so no matter what, you're gonna get brought down to that person's level. So why bother?
0: Yeah. Well, this brings me to a question I had, which was, you know, so Bill Withers is somebody that like you just heard, you just hear his songs. His songs are you know famous. Um, what? How? If you found out Bill Bill Withers was white, how how would you perceive the music differently? Um. The official baby it, of the. You stole it all. Give it back. Yeah. Podcast is upset about me even putting you can hear Bill Withers and White in the same sentence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, she, yeah, she felt something was was badly, badly wrong here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like she was like, a, "Oh, that question's She's derivative." <laughs> uh yeah. I, you know, if, if I found out that he was white, it, it would you know you have to respect what he's doing but something there's some piece of soul that can't exist like like what's what bill withers is is just the soul yeah he's the soul of of what you know west virginia and like these kind of forgotten little areas of america and like um i mean here's the thing bill withers is actually from the white part of town technically what do you mean, um, like, just West he,
0: Virginia in general, you looked up his, like, his no, actual town?
1: Well, you know how they say, like, uh, 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 you're on the one side of the train tracks or the other. So there was literally train tracks where he, where he lived, and one side was black, one side was white. He was born, like, two houses in on the white side, so he technically was in the white side. Oh, uh, okay. So he grew up around country music. <laughs> And then you just cross over the the tracks, and you know you you hear the gospel. So for him, there was just music all over, and um, that's why I think it's it's real easy to get that everyman kind of vibe from him. I hate everyman, how that sounds, but um, anyways, that it's true though with him, he uh, you know, he could be anyone. He could he could get along with literally anyone. Like he was he was uh he was able to kind of infiltrate. Yeah, on the white side, you know.
0: Um. Yeah, like uh, like if Van Morrison had some of these songs, I think they would still be popular. Like, I don't, like, it doesn't have to be from a black perspective. But I mean, like, there's my favorite song here is uh, Let Us Love," which, I mean, it's just probably. I mean, if I did like top ten songs ever, that might be on there. And um, yeah, yeah. That I mean, there. I mean, that's probably the only song that like. Yeah, if it was like. You know Jackson Brown in the '70s singing, I'd be like, "Oh, shut the fuck up!" But I mean, uh, Bill Weathers is like, "Yeah, yeah, you could just go with it," which uh, right. I don't know if that's right or wrong. I don't know. Have to think about that. Uh, what
1: is that? So that's your favorite song?
0: Oh, easily. Easily. Honest, I mean, when easily. I mean, while I was listening to it today, there was, I, I somehow forgot about it. And I was thinking I was going to say Grandma's Hands, but then that came on. I was like, oh, yeah, that's easily.
1: Like, I think the, the around the, the time of Grandma's Hands, like from the three to four to five kind of songs, that, that's my favorite overall section. Um of the album. It's a really good, like, like just like from one to, to the next, to the next with the, with him speaking in between songs, it, it flows really well. I, I like let us love a lot. That was great. But, um, I like let me in your life. I think that's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. That, yeah, that's really favorite. good. It's I thought, really I thought smooth. the,
0: I mean, I mean, subject wise and songs, I thought it was a really weird transition from let me in your life to better off dead. Like they seem to be right. like the opposite as far as uh, lyrically, but I mean they're both. I mean they're both really good songs, but it's just. while well, I'm listening to them like, like wow. So you didn't second guess that <laughs> sequencing, Love. but uh, you know he's Bill Withers. He can do what he wants.
1: He do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um. So Love. you're
0: you know you know like the studio version of Harlem, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of you know the live version?
1: I like the live a lot. I might side with the studio version a little bit. What about you?
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm. You know, it's it's kind of interesting the live version, but ultimately it super pisses me off every time, which is weird because then it's, yeah. I have Let Us Love before that, which is like one of my favorite songs ever. And then yeah, the Harlem comes in. I'm like, God damn it, just play it the way you do on the album, yeah. which is just like a ruckus. Like it's like that's Yeah. Like yeah, he did bring the ruckus with uh with Harlem in the studio version. This is sort of like and then and then also the fact that it doesn't come in bumping really undercuts the sentiment of the song, which in Harlem he's talking about like a preacher, you know, taking people's money and uh so, you know, having it bumping really, um really gets across the sentiment of the song and having it sort of not bounce like that on the live version, you know, just sort of muddles it.
1: What about right after the cold baloney to close the show?
0: I mean, yeah, that's good. It's a good groove. I mean, it works. Uh, he gets he it gets works. a really but good. You, you cold think it rec- could
1: have been stronger? What you th- you think that ending could have been stronger?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, he could have. He. I mean, he could have done a hit to end it. I mean, what could he have done to end it?
1: I mean, I I, I like Cole Baloney as a, as a closer just because the whole crowd is into it with that whole red light, green light, and he has the crowd going with the the sh, uh, 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 shake him on down. Yeah, how um, good was how I'd did how good did
0: you think what the crowd was? What's that? How good, do you th- like how how hard do you think it would be to get a crowd now to be as responsive as they are on this record?
1: Well, in New York, I think it's damn near impossible at this point. Um, it's just a bunch of dull people in the crowd these days. Um, uh, yeah, uh, well, there's no one who could do it like Bill Withers. I th- I feel like he was just ultimately confident, like. I don't know if I've ever heard just a one man per, you know team just um even though he had a, a band up there it's Bill Withers it's not like it's not the stylistics it's it's Bill Withers um he's the man and he's just he's he's doing all the talking uh yeah I don't I don't I don't think too many other people could do that
0: Uh yeah I mean I think at the time it was fairly you know it was fairly common that you'd have a call and response thing going with the crowd. But yeah, I think it'd be tough to get going now.
1: Well, no, I mean, back then there was a lot of talented artists. I mean, it's kind of countless because you think, you think of all the, those sixties uh, and seventies bands. I mean, it, it, like that's where all these rappers are kind of getting their samples from is like the instrumentation was out of this world. Like they would have violin, sections and everything it was you know uh you you could just run down the line like like the dramatics the uh, uh um uh, Curtis Mayfield Al Green like these guys just had some of the most amazing voices combined with some of the greatest lyrics and um you know back then yeah like they could just control the crowd it wasn't a problem at all i mean you know, I, like I said, I, I, I sort of shy likes, like they did some of that, even though he was trying to like not sing, but he was still able to control the crowd. Yeah. Even, even with the crowd knowing that he was trying not to sing, you know, they still went with it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think people that listen to older music, you know, that like, sort of if you go to a concert, there's sort of a role you have to play and you got to be into it and you have a sort of a responsibility as a crowd member. And, uh, yeah a lot of people just think that they're watching on YouTube and they just sort of like zone out like you know unfortunately
1: right right um so let me ask you this did, did you uh did you hear any kind of blues in his in his either instrumentation or lyrics or rhythm um I, I, yeah, I didn't really pick up on that.
0: I mean, I think there's, you know, yeah, sort of like a, he has sort of a blues country thing and that it's like sort of very simple sentiments and, uh, and things that he just sort of, you know, has the belief in and sort of carries through to, but, uh, that, you know, in a lesser artist would come off as being trite, but, you know, he can sort of pull it off cause he has, he, you know, he has, he, you know, he can carry that weight.
1: Right. yeah, I, I agree. He he um at the most that I heard aside from like some sort of kind of simple vibe that he was laying down was there would be these guitar patterns that kinda sounded like the blues. Um so yeah, I mean just a just a slight thing. I mean I, I, I hear a lot more country with the storytelling, honestly. Um part of his uh his upbringing i guess what about um um just the instrumentation on the album the other you know like the guitar with the pianos and everything
0: yeah i mean they're all great i mean they're all operating at just incredibly high level and um every song right yeah and uh nobody's trying to outplay like you know there's nobody's trying to outplay each other like they're really just trying to be a cohesive unit um mm-hmm. and uh yeah they're all great i don't remember any of their names even though i should how were how are you listening to this
1: melvin melvin was, was the bass player i think melvin something
0: all right yeah you have uh i don't know Bernorce, how how do you pronounce it? The guitar player's first name is B-R-N-O-R-C-E. Bernorce Blackman, Ray Jackson on piano, yeah. Bobby Hall on percussion, and yeah, the, uh, Melvin uh, Dunlap on bass.
1: Melvin Dunlap, that's it. Melvin Dunlap. And James. That could be that could be an athlete. That is, that's a great name.
0: Yeah, there was that. Uh, yeah, there was that Oklahoma running back in the 80s. He had a similar name, I can't remember. Uh, and James Gadson on uh, on drums. Okay. And
1: uh yeah, they were they're all great. They were all really great. I mean, just some of the, the guitar playing was just out of this world. Um I mean, I you know, I I like I said I I really liked um uh, let me in your life. I, I thought the instrumentation was just top notch. What about on, um, on
0: "Use Me"? On "Use Me," he he play. They play "Use Me," and then he asked the crowd, "Like you want me to bring it back?" And they bring it back. Oh, no it's it, it,
1: it, like so smoothly no too, fans. like. He was just like, all right, two, three, two, one, like two, he counted three, it in, and every member of the band just like at once just did it. It was perfect. Yeah, I mean, whenever
0: whenever a band does that, that's always like a great moment. But when it, when you were listening to it, would, did you ever want them to not bring Were you ever like, no, nah, I'm good, go to the next song?
1: Uh, oh, when they, they did it again? Um, I, can't, I can't remember. I don't think so. There was was a couple times. Do you remember something? Yeah, there was a couple
0: times where I was like, no, 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 I'm good. You just go to the next
1: song.
0: (laughs) Which is one of the things when you're listening to an live album of like, you know, if you're if like if you're in a bad mood and you're not fully in sync with a live album, there could be moments of like, oh, okay, yeah, you're having you're having a better time than me. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. So,
1: is there anything that you skipped in this album? Like every, like, every now and then, you'd be like, all right, this this one, I'm good with this. I, I don't need to do this again.
0: Uh, No, I mean, maybe for my friend, the song after Better Off Dead. But, I mean, overall, I mean, all the songs work. I mean, and, you know, I'm listening yeah, to it on wax, so, I mean, I just keep playing it. How are you listening to yeah, it? Yeah, that's...
1: Uh, on my phone, I have the tracks on my phone, so I'm just, I'm, I'm on, I have the, uh, my, my headphones on the train, I, I've been playing it in the car, so it, it's a great, great car album, um, you're just gonna cruise with that, uh, the one song, though, that I wanted to say that I, I skipped a couple times is the Soldier one, I, I think, um, I can't write left-handed. Oh, really? yeah you know it's it's something about the vibe I don't wanna hear like I don't always wanna hear about soldiers losing their how calm. dare you how i' don't, dare yeah.
0: you <laughs> you're a terrible person
1: i just i saying, judge like, you. I, I i don't always wanna hear that i just it it it, it doesn't fit every moment of my life I mean, yeah, but, you know,
0: I, I don't know. That's, that's, you know, I mean, I, I, I applaud if, the if bravery we in you saying that. If we weren't going to doing a
1: podcast on it, if we weren't going to do a podcast on it, would you skip it? No, I honestly never,
0: never, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know me. I could handle an infinite amount of bad news at any moment. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> like, it's just like... Just like, yeah, Existence is suffering, and uh, that's it. Next record.
1: <laughs> nah, like, I mean, but you know what? And I'll, I'll give it to him. He brings it right back right after right after that song and plays Lean On Me. Yeah, that's actually really so, good. No matter really how good. I was doing from The Soldier Losing the Arm, Lean On Me will bring you right back. Yeah,
0: and yeah, those, yeah, those, that's a good one to play after that, too,
1: yeah Yeah, that's that's the only song you can play after that yeah all right so uh all right i think we i think we
0: covered bill withers live at carnegie hall oh and how did you how familiar
1: were you were you with this album before i suggested it i never heard it you had never heard it before this i never heard the album i mean i know his i know his studio songs i never heard this album yeah, yeah, no, this is, this is a good listen.
0: Oh, because I remember I got it because um, a singer in a band I like was, like, shouting it out. Um, I think it was, like, 2000 somewhere. I think it was, like, 2006. So, well, No, I feel like it was early now. It was probably, like, 2003, and I got it then. And, yeah, I didn't know who wrote these. Like, I got the album. And I was like, oh, so this is the guy that did Ain't No Sunshine and Lean On Me. Like I didn't, I didn't even know. Like I had heard Bill Withers, but I I didn't put it together until this album.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. So, so, so this is, so this was your first Bill Withers album experience. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then I got, uh, I remember, I got, I still have it. I got a CD that's like both of his albums, his first two albums on one CD. And yeah, I remember the first time I heard Harlem. It was like one of those because you know I buy a lot of CDs, buy a lot of records, and. Most of it's like, eh, you know, this is good. This is interesting. But then when Harlem came on, that was one of those moments like this justifies all time spent, you know, buying buying CDs and shit because this is fucking incredible. So,
1: yeah. And, and, and it's pretty unbelievable that like because, you know, some people use all oh, this song, use the word amazing and like, oh, this song is amazing. No, this man did Ain't No Sunshine and Lean On Me one man wrote both of those
0: yeah
1: that's amazing yeah cause, that that's incredible
0: yeah like try to write a song as good as that and let me know how that goes for you
1: try to write something half as good as ain't no sunshine or lean on me doesn't matter it's it, i don't you know it's unbelievable yeah
0: and also um yeah i was thinking this i forgot uh you know, he, his songs aren't, cause you know, I feel like a lot of music, it's like either about, you know, overcoming or how much you love somebody, but you know, he, his songs had like a full view of things. It's like, you know, a song about your grandmother, a song, but songs about friendship. Like he, I mean, just, right. I mean, it just, right. I, I mean, you know, he's literally Bill Withers. He is, he's amazing.
1: He, li- yeah. Yep literally bill withers so uh yeah no it's a great album
0: anything else uh anything else you've been listening to or going on with you
1: okay okay so i have a question right um i was talking to a a work friend Mm -hmm. um and so he 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 brought up this podcast that he was listening to that had bunk from the wire in it and bunk said he told me that bunk said that Um, blues and jazz came into existence at the same time or that jazz was possibly came before it Um, and he does this sometimes like he'll say something and then he'll go back later and be like oh well he didn't exactly word it like that so the way Bunk had worded it was uh, that they were brothers like blues and jazz they're like sibling uh, genres basically which is a lot different from saying like oh jazz came before it Yeah. Um, and so I uh, like but before he came around to like his correction he had me like disputing this and it's messed up because I can't like he wants me to dispute in like Google or Wikipedia kind of terms like like definite like oh Google it and it's going to tell you this and I'm like no, no 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 hold on just think about this for a second um, there's no way that you can bring an upright bass into a field. Like, you just can't do that. There's no way that jazz came before it. I mean, it's really, it's if you're making
0: impossible. that argument, then you're basically saying that jazz, like, predates yeah, sla- yeah, like, it would almost have to be that, like, they, jazz existed before, yeah, slavery. Like, it would, like, yeah, which is impossible. Right. So... And right. yeah, it's like how are you gonna like you yeah, you needed to have blues, which was one guy in a guitar, and then you built off of that and you kept and the, you know, people kept adding things to it.
1: Right, right. But you know you know the thing about him is that like we'll be discussing this and I'm like standing by him by his computer and the whole time I'm talking he's like googling shit. So he's like Googling can you, and he's like, can you see well, the wait. screen and I or, make you, this point or you about, just hear
0: him or you're in front of him and you can't see the screen and he's typing.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm like looking down at him while he's sitting at his desk and he's like typing stuff. <laughs> and, and so he, and so I'm like, I make the point about like, there's no way that jazz could have started before the blues. This is literally impossible. And then he brings up like, well, what about work songs? I'm like, did you Google that just now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck. Like, it's so hard to to argue with someone who's just constantly Google, Googling facts. Like, stop bringing up facts. Just use your brain. Yeah.
0: And...
1: and it's like, all right, work songs. Yes, that's a good point. But it's like work songs and blues are closer to each other than blues and jazz. Just look at, like, the instruments that they're using. Like, in work songs, they're not using instruments. They're literally keeping rhythm with a pickaxe. Yeah. You know, which is if you listen to Sun House, you can see that you don't need instruments to sing the blues. Yeah, you just need to keep rhythm somehow. You could just be clapping and keeping the rhythm. That's it. You know. So. What do you think?
0: I mean, uh, I mean, I've been I've been in these situations with people at work. I uh I actually this week um, it's this week somebody at my job, I forget how did it come up, but he somehow like me listening to music came up and he like, you know, he was like, how, like, so like, what do you do while you listen to music? I was like, I don't know. I, you know, I, maybe I'll clean, maybe I'll read something. And, uh, so then his argument was, I can't really be listening to the music if I'm reading that like, right. you need, like okay. your, your attention needs to be on the music. I was like, no, it doesn't. Why do why do I need to concentrate on the music? It's like, you need to figure it out. It's like, I don't need to figure out an album. Like it's like, I get it. Cause it's like, he's talking about it. Like, you know, you got to figure out what the songs mean or something like, I don't care what the songs mean. If the, the, if the meaning sort of like occurs to me, then it great. But if it doesn't, I'm fine with that too. So are you on his side and you're on my no, side?
1: But that's a good point. I think that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, um, you should be a, like, like with music, you're supposed to be able to pick up the feeling, the emotion that the artist is giving out. If, if you don't understand the words, it shouldn't, that shouldn't even matter. Just understand that like Seager Ross doesn't say actual words, but you, you understand what they're trying to tell you basically. Like, the, the, the emotion is there and that's the most important thing like you'll pick up emotion just from the sonics in the sound you know yeah
0: and I mean if it demands more of your attention then it, you know that in and of itself tells you something about the music that like oh wow I stopped what I was doing and like really listen to this but you don't have to stop what you're doing right right so basically the Can people at our job suck is what
1: <laughs> yeah a person who will call Jimmy at my job made me very frustrated
0: with that. Yeah, and we'll call the the person at my job Vinny. Vinny. So, a bunch of
1: assholes. So-called Vinny. (laughs) So So what what are you listening to these days? um,
0: I mean, you know, I've been flipping all over the place, but I wanted to give a shout-out to, I bought, last week, I bought a Handsome Boy Molly School CD a promo CD for five mm. bucks and just before we start recording a guy in Portugal bought it for 22 bucks that's that's just that's just good business right there so
1: well how why how much do those usually go for
0: I mean it's you know I don't know it's just a random promo CD I guess it's hard to find and you know this guy in Portugal really needed it so um <laughs> all right so I just wanted to play my favorite handsome boy modeling school Song which features um Santa Boy Molly School, it's Dan the Automator and uh and uh Prince Paul. And on this song, which features uh Sadat X and uh Grand Pooba from Brand New Beams. I know that one.
1: Uh, I was just listening to that. All right, oh, really? That's great, yeah, 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 that's really good. All right, I'll just play like a little bit. I love that beat.
2: Get about my way, grand grandpoos turn to shine. Heard them seeds ride the pine and get paid, no never mind. One time as I sew it up like Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah. Chickens ride the pony cause the rhyme flow genuine. As I do it like that. that. Do it like this. Uh-huh. Shorty watch your step, or you might get rocked like Chris. Oh, you might get
0: rocked like Chris. That's just good shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'll you know, I'll post that on our Twitter feed, which is uh you stole it all at Twitter, you know. I don't know.
1: You stole it all, give it back.
0: Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you stole it all, give it back is the Twitter handle. Yes. So um, what have you been listening to this week?
1: I I hate to bring it up again, but I, you know, I, I finally went through Warpaint's album, self-titled album, Warpaint, Warpaint. And uh, you know, I gotta say, they have some really quality songs on there. I'm not saying it's it's the greatest album, but they have you know a couple of the songs are actually produced by Nigel Goodrich. Um, oh, really? Infamous Radio. How bed. did I not know uh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple, only a couple of the songs, but one of them just has this bass line that just bounces off every wall. Like it's a great, great beat. And um, like they have a really uh, interesting way that they start the album. It's like it sounds like they're they're doing a jam session because someone kind of messes up and you hear her apologize. Oh my bad, you know. And um, then they just go into from the, that intro session into the first song, which sounds like a mutated version of the jam session. So it, it's just it was really cool. Like I, you know, I appreciate that. Um, that album is real good.
0: All right. So I guess I'm gonna have to listen to that now.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. While you know, we'll maybe we'll post a couple things.
0: Okay. Uh, did you didn't watch that episode of Atlanta? Did you?
1: No, I don't. I, didn't, Ugh, I don't have time. Bastard. I. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So. So episode five, right? Episode <laughs> yeah. Episode, episode, episode two, season five. All right. All right. I'll. I'll. I'll I put I'll, it on the Twitter I'll, feed. I'll, uh, uh-huh. yeah but the, yeah but that's not the whole episode
0: no i did no the whole episode didn't come up plus i didn't want to put i didn't want to put a video that would be taken down so i figured i'll just put that
1: yeah. so i'll i'll watch it all right so i'm judging you
0: negatively for this too
1: all right so we're good right yeah we're good okay we're, we're good I'll, I'll oh uh let me just uh uh, just sort Goldman. If you go on YouTube, uh, sort Goldman. There's some some songs I listen to, and I constantly update. Um, just type in sort Goldman, and my my playlist will come up. All right, I'll I'll go.
0: I'll tweet that out. You'll send me a link or something. Uh, that? You'll send me a link. I'll tweet it out. That's too uh, that's too complicated for people. For the for the t- is it? All right. Cool. Are we going to name all our listeners? Or are we going to give all listeners a shout out?
1: Yeah, th- thanks to all our listeners. Uh, you know them all, specifically Jimmy and 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 Gab.
0: You know Gab. Yeah, I know Gab. Yeah.
1: And um, Gab, 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 Gab uh, son me the
0: first time I met him. So yeah, but I, uh, I got covers. over it. They're
1: about three, three solid oh. listeners. You there? Hello. Ah. God okay. damn it again! Yeah, but we got to the ending. Okay, yeah. I'm okay, right. then I'll drop the th- yeah. All right. Uh, uh, all right. So I'm, all right so I'm I'm gonna stop recording now.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I gotta stop recording. Uh,
2: damn, that was long. Fifty-three minutes. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Goes away. I do, 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 I know, I know I do, I know, I I do, I do, I I do, I do, I I I I I I sunshine She goes away. Anytime time she goes away. Anytime time she goes away. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah.